0: Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome to Becoming Titans podcast. I am so pumped for you guys today. You're going to get some great information, motivation from our guest, Michael Buzzinski. He is the CMO and president of Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing, which is a fully integrated marketing and website firm that specializes in providing profitable digital marketing solutions for service based business. Michael, welcome to Becoming Titans. How are you doing today, brother?
1: Pretty good, Russ. Thanks for having me.
0: Great to be here. Great with you, man. So I want to get right into it. You've got uh, your new book, The Rule of 26. Yes, you got get, it right. Rule there. of twenty six. I got it right. And so, <laughs> what it is, so, so tell us about what is the rule of twenty six? How does it work? And how'd you come up with it?
1: All right. So, the rule of twenty six is a fifteen second uh, strategy, uh, marketing strategy for service based businesses. Um, I created the rule of twenty six to shortcut the process of figuring out what to do for increasing predictable revenue from websites for service-based businesses. Um, We are all busy. We don't need a lot of jargon and we don't want to have to learn a new language. And so um, when I was piling through ways to really shortcut the strategy process, so we can get into actually marketing and creating ROI for our clients. I stumbled upon what I now call the rule of 26. And it states that if you increase your traffic by 26% to your website, and then increase your conversion rate by 26% and your average revenue per client from your website by 26%, you will get a compounded effect of 100% or double the revenue from your website. And the beautiful thing about the rule of 26 is that once you've done that once, you can do it again. And that means that you can quadruple or even 8x the amount of revenue by using those three very straightforward, revenue-driven uh, KPIs or key performance indicators on your website. Man,
0: I'm I'm literally writing this down. So lo- listen, guys. So you've got trap. Let's break it down. You've got trap. Yeah. Increasing your traffic first of all, uh-huh. then increasing your conversion, and increasing mm-hmm. your then increasing your revenue per client. Is that right? right.
1: Average revenue per
0: client. Average right. revenue per client.
1: So and we break you, that if- down in just a year. So for service-based businesses, some folks. I mean, I have clients that I've had for 16 years, right? So they, they're they worth a lot more than that average right there. But we only look at those one-year uh, prospectus because every year you're looking at your new uh, trajectory for your business. You're like, how much more do we want to grow? Or do we want to grow at all? Oh, well, we have this at here. Okay, well, we want to go to here. Well, let's look at what that would look like for an entire year of revenue for that client.
0: Yeah, so this, and I would imagine, you know, you or I know if you, if you increase... Any of those, you know, traffic conversion or revenue per client, you're going to get a bump. But I love that you're focusing on all three. And look, guys, I am a math geek. You know, so many people like I want to grow a, you know, I want to get to seven figures, I want to grow eight figures, nine figures, whatever it is. And it's just mm-hmm. like pie in the sky. Or and I used to be this way, hoping and praying, and you get motivated and you have a great month. Like, guys, it comes down to math. Right. right. And when you're getting new new client revenue, those are the only three things. You get more traffic. Yeah. Yep. You convert more of that traffic mm-hmm. and you have a higher ticket price, and then you get into yep. retention. But right. so tell us what everybody wants to know. And if you, I don't, I know we don't, don't have a lot of time. Maybe you can pick one. If you can do all three, that'd be great. But how do you get more traffic? How do you convert better? And how do you get more uh,
1: revenue per client? Right. Let's go backwards on that. So nine times out of 10, um, when I'm working with clients, we realize that they are not either charging enough or they don't have a process of maximizing their opportunities with new clients and even existing clients. So that's more of the, that's probably one of the few coaching things that we do and it can have an immediate impact, right? Because you're able to take a look at your existing clients and saying how, how are they fitting within your ecosystem and your offerings? And what are you doing to cultivate that retention? What are you doing to cultivate the value ladder for that client? And so we have strategies to help them through that. Um, then the conversion rate. Conversions is, I mean, it's the mystical math, right? It's There's a science to it and an art to it. And it really has, it comes down to helping people understand how to tell the story from their potential client's point of view. So many people talk about themselves. So many people rant about their features, but they forget the person who's coming to your website, two-thirds of the people are going to search for somebody like you or the keywords that are related to their problem. And when they land on your website, they want to connect with their problem so that they understand that you understand that problem and that you have a proven solution to solve that problem. And then you are uh, likable and trustable enough to engage for that solution. So those are like the really top, you know, very high level um, concepts as for that. As far as traffic, traffic is not just on the internet. So you could do search engine optimization. You could do some social media, uh, you know, uh, uh, conversations to get people to your website. But people forget, you know, your website is on your business card. And sometimes it's the smallest thing on your business card. But if we think about it, do you have, how many people call you on your phone to ask about more information about stuff before they're ready to buy versus how many people are willing to go to a website and do a little bit of research on you? So um, I do a little story in my book where I started out with uh, using pens for some guerrilla marketing, right? And I had my company name on it, my slogan on one side. It was a three-sided pen. So company name on one side, slogan on the other side. And website on the third side, not a phone number, because I'm leaving this pen at restaurants, at my dentist's office. Somebody asks for a pen. I just tell them to keep it the whole nine yards and people lose them and they get circulated, right? Well, you see that and you're like, buzzworthy, you know, be seen, be heard. Okay, that's that sounds kind of cool, but nobody's gonna call the number and go, so uh, what exactly you guys do? Right, nobody's doing that. They're going to go to the website though and go, "Hey, I want to. What is what is buzzworthy? I want to know what that's going on." And then they they start looking at Southern going, Oh yeah, this is actually pretty good. Boom, 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 boom. Then when they're ready to actually engage with you, they're going to call you and say, "Hey, can I get an appointment with you? Let's figure it out." So just remember, digital marketing does not uh, succeed in the vacuum of the internet. It takes The real world and the digital world to make it all come together into the ecosystem of your revenue success.
0: That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know people love to to buy, but they hate to be sold to. And in in today's world, you know what I what I've been told, and I I believe you tell me if it's right or wrong, is that people that pretty much by the time they call you, they contact you, they pretty much know
1: if they want to do business with you. They just want to make sure of Mm -hmm. of a few things. Do you agree with that? 100%. They're probably closer to the 90% ready to pull trigger type thing. So they're going to take and make sure, you know, if you haven't disclosed your your prices, which most service based businesses don't. So, hey, are you reasonably priced? Um, You know, um, can you provide, and, and if you seem to be higher high to me, are you able to justify the value that you bring with that higher ticket item? Because Nobody's buying strictly on price. Well, your, your your best clients are not buying on price. They're buying on the value you bring to them. Um, so yes, I would agree that if you're if you're getting a phone call and somebody's asking um, for your service, they are ready for you to show them why to say yes, not how to say no.
0: Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Which is why it's so important to have a website that is giving people the the information they want. And then, I, I, again, I'm taking a lot of notes, man, giving the information they want, letting them know that you understand their problem, that you have a solution to solve that problem, and then that you're mm-hmm. likable and, and trustable.
1: Did, mm-hmm. did I get it? Yeah, that's it. People do business with people they like and trust. So if you can convey that on your website, you are going to be doing 80% better than every one of your competitors on the internet, period, end of story. Yeah. So what's
0: one, would you, would you be willing, and I want to... Tell people, I think you said you're gonna uh I
1: don't want to give away a copy of the your book, your yeah, ebook. No. no, so if you um for your for your audience, right. if if they uh, want to go to Amazon, if you go to buzzworthy.biz, uh-huh. we have the book at the top of the website is available because it is the ethos of how we um really carry out uh digital marketing for our, our clients. Um so it's available on Amazon. Um if you download the ebook, I and email me a snapshot of your purchase. I will send you a signed copy, absolutely free, of the paperback.
0: Gotcha. So go get the go get the uh, ebook version. Yes, from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And hold up the book again. So they, make oh, sure yes. they know the cover. There it is,
1: right there. So the rule of. And if, if you just do the yep, yeah, if you if you uh, actually with my on my website at buzzworthy.biz, the click the link. It'll take you right to where you need to be. Uh, but buy the ebook. The reason that I like people to have the ebook is because you will make better notes and searchable notes in your ebook than you ever will with a copy of the paperback.
0: Perfect. So you get the ebook for what, five, 10 bucks? It's 10 so bucks. 10, ten bucks, bucks for the ebook. And you get and this free.
1: I don't charge you shipping, I don't charge you anything else. And Michael's going
0: to send you a free copy of the signed copy of the hardback. You can't beat that, guys. Uh, go get the book. Uh, definitely. Are you willing, Michael, to give uh, my audience one of your tips uh, from the book of how to either you know drive more traffic, uh, better conversion, or revenue per client? Let's go with one of either drive more traffic or conversion.
1: Can I get you? To so do that? conversions. So let's talk about. So I gave you guys a little bit of nugget on. The the journey, the the journey, right? I have a problem, I connect with the problem. You are the person who's going to be solving my problem, and this is how we can solve it. So why don't you come and talk to me? Okay. Now, this right here, go to your website today as a potential client and forget everything you know about you and what you do and look for every buzzword, industry buzzword that you're using that the, the general public does not use to find you. Because most of your search volume is coming from people who don't know who you are or what you do. They're looking for the pain they have and a solution to get rid of that pain. So if you can go back to your website and start swapping out buzzwords for words that connect to their pain and then relate that to your solution and why you're the best to handle that solution, you're going to do better pretty much nine times out of 10.
0: Oh, guys, I hope you got that. People do not, they're not looking for you. They're not looking for your product, your service or business. Sorry, but they don't care about you. They care about their problem. their So speak about their pain and their problem and how you can solve it. And that is what's going to uh, attract them to you and, and give you the opportunity to business. That's that's awesome, man. Thank you so much. I love it. You guys definitely get the book. So, um, you've been in business for for how long, Michael? Seventeen years, almost. Seventeen years. I always say I've mastered. Easy to start a business. Uh, most you know, ninety-five percent of businesses fail in uh, within ten years. Five years. Five years. Five you're right. Years. Excuse me. Ninety-nine percent within ten years. And guess yes. what? Succeeding <laughs> just because you're in business doesn't mean you're making a profit. So no. somebody that's been in business 17 years uh, is is definitely uh, successful. Maybe people see you, and I, I know I know you're you're making money, you're successful. Just talking to you, you're a pro, an expert at what you do. I can tell you're a happy Thank guy, you. you got a nice office. But like for somebody starting out, or somebody who maybe got hit with COVID last year, it's easy to see somebody like yourself and think, like man, it's just been an easy ride. Oh gosh, but, you no, know, we've only been talking. <laughs> We've only been talking for about, you know, less than 15 minutes and a few minutes before, you know, we came on the air, but in 17 years, my, my guess is you've had a few challenges. So what's one of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome and how did you do it, Michael?
1: So I would say the first three years were the most uh, challenging because you don't know where your next meal is coming from. Right. Um, I remember working the first year, uh, you know, just my hands to the bone, Uh, Just going through the grind 12, 14, 16 hour days, sometimes seven to 15 days in a row type of stuff. And I mean, literally going from my bed to my office, it was half a mile between the two. Um, And at the end of the year, I think I was able to pay myself $22,000. And I knew then that I really didn't, I had a lifestyle business and I could probably grind that out another couple of years and get into something that's a little more comfortable and whatnot. But I knew that I would never own a business. And so my tip to anybody who has had their business for less than five years, make sure that you're building a business that works for you, not the other way around. Because otherwise you own a job and you have one of the worst jobs. In the world because you work for a lunatic.
0: I can relate to that, man. I can attest to that. I mean, for the first, just until the last, man, I got to just be honest, two years. I mean, I thought I was, was building a business, but I had a job and I was making money. Yeah, I was a, a well-paid employee, but definitely working for a lunatic. And uh, <laughs> now just in the past couple of years where I, you know, got some really good mentoring and coaching and, and put in systems. You know, I res—I'm like to go out, I like to talk to people. I like to market, I like to sell, I like to speak, make mm-hmm. people feel good, get people healthy. I didn't want to talk about systems and right. my, my business hit a limit. I was working harder and harder and my income was going up, inching up, uh, but realizing that, it, you know, I was enslaving myself. And now that I've put in systems, put in leadership, mm-hmm. um, you know, put in accountability, not only are we grow, we're growing. I'm out of the trenches. We're growing faster yeah. than we have. And guess mm-hmm. what? My team is thriving versus me keeping them down, right. you know, trying to to quote unquote be the man. And I'm truly building a business. that I'll be able to grow and scale, and maybe yeah. eventually sell one day. So don't miss this, maybe. guys. If if you're new, um, you know, so in the beginning, you you do have to kind of grind it out and wear a lot of hats, you know, so until you can afford to hire somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, get get people to help you. Along the way, and and as Michael's saying, build a, a business, uh, not a job, or go work for somebody else. Like there's no, yeah. there's, there's some great no,
1: paying jobs out there if you don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no no shame. I talk about this a lot. There's no shame in working for somebody who you know has a great vision. You're aligned, you know, personally, professionally. Go all in with them, and you can mm-hmm. make an unbelievable living and, and money without having all the headaches of entrepreneurship. Yep. But if you want to be an entrepreneur. Then and that's you decide the that's the route you're going to take. Then go all in. Go uh, yeah, got to go all in. Exactly. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Definitely. And I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, until the last, I was a multi-seven figure creative agency. We had 25 employees, a 13,000 square foot facility, and I was miserable. I I mean, I made plenty of money. I could do whatever I wanted, whenever mm-hmm. I wanted, except for, uh, you know, go overseas and not think about my business for 30 days. I couldn't leave my business for 11 days um, without something pulling me back in. And uh, when I finally realized that I was, I was in, I, I had a job and I couldn't even quit the job, right. Because of all the responsibilities that come with, you know, putting food on the table for 25 people, um, or 26, including myself. Uh, so, you know, just a few years ago, I realigned my business and I got rid of that and started looking at paying myself first, getting, getting it to work for me. And in that transition, you do have to dip back down into the grind. You do have to get rid of the the people who are putting you in that position so that you can find new people who can keep you out of that position.
0: Yeah. And so that, that was my question. And you know, we're running out of time a little bit. I, I think it's important because we talked about somebody who's just getting started, kind of mm-hmm. what you 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 may have to go through some tough times. Mm-hmm. But if you're entrepreneur, hang in there, you know, Michael's been through it, I've been through it. But what about the person who's, you know. Got a successful business, you know, like you had making money, but they're miserable. How did you make that
1: transition? Oh, I just broke it. You literally have to make the same decision you made when you decided to go into business for yourself and throw all caution to the wind and go with your gut. I did not, I mean, when I got out of the Air Force and started my business, I didn't go through the traditional, you know, go down to SBA and get a loan or anything like that. No, I just, just went like you got to go, right? That your successful entrepreneurs are the ones who are willing to figure it out as you go, right? That now with my reboot, I have been seven times more profitable because I've learned from you know the, the 13 years of what I had done before, we're growing exponentially now, and my systems are 10 times better because I got to reset. And one of the biggest things I did this time the, the, when I rebooted. Uh, reorganize my, my business um, so that I, it would work for me and not me the other way around, um, was to pay myself first. And I got a book by Michael Michalowicz, who wrote a book called Profit First. I don't know if you've read that book, but if you haven't read that book too, it is uh, a life changer. It turns uh, the gap, the general accepted accounting practices on its head from you know income minus expenses equals profit, to income minus profit equals what you have for expenses and growth. And when you do that and you pay yourself first, you now have a business that will always work for you.
0: I have read the book, Michael, and I, I apply it. I love it, man. It, it was oh, yeah. a game changer for me. Absolutely. Huge, huge. It's a game changer. And you know, I would think, you know, be it's you know, doing what you did when you're making, you know, great money to take that being an entrepreneur is taking risk, right? So right. it's the definition. Mm-hmm. But that's got to be harder and, and scarier, you know, than somebody starting out, they got nothing to lose, right. but you know, you didn't know what was going to happen, but you took that risk because you knew it was what the right direction for you in your life. And, and it's paid off. So, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I looked plot- for a
1: job at one point I was like, well, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be stuck in a job, I want to get the job I actually want. Right. CMO, not CEO. I just wasn't happy CEO.
0: Like yeah. it's just
1: not where my, my power is. And I was like, well, well, see, I can make a quarter million dollars, $300,000 a year and work, you know, 50 hours a week and get, you know, five weeks off a year and holidays and all the other things. And so I started looking at the job and my wife looked at me and she says, are you going to be able to do that? And I, I really had to dig in and I'm like. Absolutely not. I I, I'm unhirable for one, and number two, I'd be a miserable employee. I'm already a miserable employee. Who am I kidding? Like I don't even like it now. And I'm 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 my boss, right? And so then it's like, okay, no, I need to get, I need to dig in and really learn what being an entrepreneur is versus being a business, uh, being in business, right? Just being in business, like we said, you know, you own the job or you own the business. Which one is it? Um, When you own the business, you become an entrepreneur, and you think a lot differently. And uh, you make decisions that you didn't understand other people were making when you were younger. Uh, And so now, you know, if I could talk to myself (laughs) way back when, I would have told myself, pay yourself first, pay yourself first. You work for it. You earn it. Even if it's just 1% when you start, just pay yourself first.
0: Yes. It's not the percentage. It's the principle. Same thing with saving and and investing. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. So Michael, any, uh, before we air off any last uh, advice, parting words you want to give to the audience?
1: Oh man, I think we've just given so many truth bombs here. I, I don't even know what to add to that. <laughs> we gave them a whole week's worth of homework for till your next show. Dude, um, there's but- been
0: so much. I took a lot of <laughs> notes. Uh, I'm getting the book. One more time, give us the website for the book.
1: Buzzworthy.biz. That's buzzworth dot B-I-Z. It's going to be right under the header. Um, it's how we do business. You'll see me actually talk about how most companies struggle with the complexities of digital marketing. And we've simplified it with the rule of 26. And we give you ways to to really choose your own adventure if you decided to work with us. Otherwise, great. It's a short book. It's only 117 pages long. I do not beat around the bush. Um, other marketers who've read my book said it's just great, practical, to the point, so that you can get into the go and not in, in getting stuck trying to figure out what you should know
0: buzzworthy.biz guys i'm going to download it as soon as we finish uh hope you do oh and uh, email me at buzz
1: at buzzworthy.biz email me at buzz at buzzworthy.biz
0: after you download it to get a free free hard uh
1: or a a paperback 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 copy copy,
0: signed signed. by Michael. I'm doing it. I encourage you guys to do it. Um, Go back, listen to the episode again. There were so many uh, bombs in here. Apply. Most importantly, as I always say, information is only effective if you apply it. So take the information you got from Michael. Go apply the one thing that connected with you the most and watch your business grow. And remember to always take care of your health and yourself and your family. Have an awesome day. See you next time. Russ Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit rushyeagercom forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag Becoming Titans. I love seeing you guys post and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to russjager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.